1: Hello friends, welcome to Avatar The Last Airbender, the extended edition, I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. For some of you, this will be welcome back.
2: But if you're new here, we are husband and wife that run two fandom podcasts together, Shell Cottage Radio, a cozy Potter podcast, which is a Harry Potter podcast only.
1: And the extended edition where we bounce from fandom to fandom, but often linger in a galaxy far, far away.
2: Our current obsession is the Avatar The Last... The Last. Sounded (laughs) like Omega the last airbender our current obsession is the avatar the last airbender show on netflix
1: and today we're here to break down episode four into the dark and episode five spirited away for each episode we'll give you a quick summary of the events and then share our raw first (laughs) impressions and thoughts lottie will start us off with a summary of episode four into the dark
2: episode four into the dark In episode 4, the narrative deepens with Aang and Iroh imprisoned by the Earth Kingdom, facing starkly different destinies. Iroh, known as the Dragon of the West, is destined for the Pit, a labor camp, due to his fearsome reputation and the losses he inflicted during his military campaigns. Aang, on the other hand, is taken to King Bumi, his childhood friend from a 100 years ago, who has been hardened and somewhat deranged by a century of war and leadership burdens. Mumi's erratic behavior swings between nostalgic memories and imposing deadly challenges on Aang to prove his avatar worthiness. At the same time, Sokka and Katara are tipped off by Sai to use the secret tunnels beneath the palace and they embark on a mission to rescue Aang. Their journey through the haunted tunnels forces them to confront personal disagreements and reflect on their family dynamics. Meanwhile, Iroh's transport to the pit triggers flashbacks, revealing his fatherly affection for Zuko, shaped by the loss of his own son, Lu-Ten. This backstory helps understand Iroh and Zuko's unique bond, culminating in Zuko's daring rescue of Iroh. The episode reaches its climax with Bumi challenging Aang to the duel to the death. This is to test Aang's ability and decision-making, but also to teach him a lesson. It reflects Bumi's bitterness over Aang's absence during the Fire Nation's cruel warfare. The timely arrival of Sokka and Katara, guided by a badger mole, prevents tragedy. Aang's non-violent resolution and commitment to saving the world with his friend's support inspire Bumi to re-engage in the battle against the Fire Nation. Sai's decision to expose the spy ring, motivated by his son Teo and the Avatar's return, signals a turning point in the Earth Kingdom's resistance, concluding a narrative of redemption, family bonds, and the complexities of leadership and war.
1: mm Mm. Into the dark we go, my friends. Wow. Don't worry, though, because there's a secret tunnel. <laughs> secret tunnel. It's so triggering. I mean, whew, <laughs> Those, the acoustics were great. It's great.
2: It's great.
1: They were so good. This episode is emotional. It's jam-packed. Oh, and right at uh, the beginning. There's a lot. There's, there's quite a lot. So your, your uh, quick initial reaction.
2: I think, well... I got to say, it's very emotional in the beginning, Yep. but then some of the later stuff, I would say, I don't think this season has filler episodes, but if I had to crown a filler episode, I think it would be this one.
1: Wow. (laughs) It's filler in terms of it's filled with emotion. It is, actually. So (laughs) for
2: me, the beginning and the end are the best parts. In the middle, there's some downtime, and of course, I love that they included the secret tunnels. Once... Teo said secret tunnels. I think every Avatar Last Airbender fan is triggered. And yeah. I was like, nah, they're not going to do the secret tunnels right now, right? <laughs> and then they... And then they did. And they yeah. went
1: secret. Top secret. The uh-huh. secret tunnel band is back. Yeah, it was great.
2: So, it was great. It was awesome.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, how was your first... Uh, first reaction on this one? Um, Yeah, it was yeah. good. I was good. I think this is the one time where I said last episode that I'm pretty optimistic yeah. on this whole series. And the only thing that kind of you know I, I talked we had a whole episode about casting and how great oh, yeah. the cast is and all that stuff so boomy is still well cast it's just you could tell there was a lot of prosthetic and you know like it was you had to yeah you had to i mean in anime there's so there's only so much you can do right when you're trying to like kind of change this over to live action mm-hmm. and they had to do cause that was a crazy character yes he is he's wild and he's like over 100 years old yes but he's ripped out of his mind and he can do all sorts of crazy stuff yeah so such a weird character they did a pretty good job with it but i just kind of for a second wasn't you know totally it's hard it was hard to hard but the guy did a great job it was it was still really well done um that was my only thing where i was Mm -hmm. when i first saw him i was like "Eh." but then as we went on you get used to it. it's the initial sort of like just seeing him and then you're like okay it's fine Mm -hmm. But um, Uh, I feel like I never say anything negative. So please take that with like a ton of positive. uh, Because I do love that character. And I thought uh, his his voice was really cool. Really, really, really well done. Yeah,
2: he did a great job. Uh, Can I chime in since we're talking about Boomy? Because uh, probably of the entire series, this is also my biggest air quote quote negative. If if Mm -hmm. there's something negative that someone said, you need to point something negative out right now. Oh, boy. um, you can never have breakfast again whoa <laughs> i feel <mean>, like <laughs> good uh, good for me <laughs> that means i can fast a little longer uh, sorry you would uh, never let that go <laughs> no i love it. breakfast is actually my favorite favorite I meal know, of the day dude. but um boomy i didn't have a problem actually with the actor or the prosthetics or the costume i actually liked it how they like you said um made brought that to life in life action yeah. i think the actor did a great job from what they told him to do i think i am not sure if i like the change in king boomy's character to me Uh in the original animated version i love him he almost had a crazy version of tom bombadil vibe to me okay in the animated version yeah yeah because he was definitely not that resentful and bitter and hurt Mm -hmm. and scarred from the war he was way more just, I mean, maybe maybe they did include something that we don't see in the animated version. Maybe he's, he was actually, he went crazy a little bit because of all this. I'm sure there was some time where he was very resentful when he was younger, but he's this older guy who's just, you know, goes with the flow, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he's captured in the original animated show, he's captured by Azula taken mm-hmm. to the earth uh, to the fire nation it's just in like prison he's like oh whatever he laughs it off like his snorting laugh right and and it doesn't matter to him if it's is it good or bad who cares like it's right, right. it's very i'm not really connected uh no he's not really um emotionally attached to whatever happens he's just here yeah still okay and this version of boomy in the life action is scared and bitter And they make it seem like the long war has made him go crazy. That's the reason why he's gone crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's like they make it seem... They make him more realistic. Mm -hmm. But he, to me, is not this mad genius anymore we know from the original. To me, they don't feel 100% right.
1: Yeah, okay, okay.
2: And definitely not when he mocks Aang and the genocide of his people. That yeah, bothers yeah, yeah. me the most. I th- I remember when we first watched it, you were like, oh, he's trying to.
1: Um, he's trying to get under his skin. Yes. Yeah.
2: He's trying to provoke him. But I was like, if that's your friend, you would find other ways to provoke him. Yeah. That was yeah, not yeah. cool.
1: Right. I felt like later on, I mean, <laughs> that's what, what he was trying to do when they when they duel, when they fight, was to show him all of the things that he's had to endure and yeah. that he had to make all these different hard choices and to be the Avatar, you've got to make all those different yeah, hard that's... choices. But you're right, the way in which he provoked I mean it's it's almost like he he really wanted Aang to be in a different place than he was mm-hmm. or or further along in his Avatar journey or whatever. Boomy mm-hmm. was jaded for sure by the war mm-hmm. and he's changed. So they yeah. definitely took him a, a darker, yeah, more sinister route yes. there, a little crazy. But he comes back. I mean, but you're right, that one line was pretty strong. It was mm-hmm. pretty you know, the, the the mocking of all of his people being gone was Yeah. Was rough. That was pretty far. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. So I think it's coming from a place of like, hey, this is this did happen. This is a serious thing. And he didn't think Aang was taking it serious enough. Yeah. And he really wanted to test him and try him and and push him well beyond his limits. Yeah. And
2: in the the animated show, it's way more comical. The introduction of Boomy and how that plays out. But yeah, again, uh, it's okay to adapt it. I understand it for the live action show. And like you said, I do like that he points out the possibility of making decisions like that. Yeah. Yeah. As a king, you are in charge and like he says, uh, who gets the next you know, the last funds or, or um Food rations. Food rations. Mm-hmm. An orphanage or yeah. another village over here that's just military. been bombed, or yeah. the military that need to fight for us. Like it it is very emotional and deeper problems that are uh, yeah, almost impossible to decide.
1: Yeah, I thought that conversation was the best bit yeah. of, of Bumi really and where he was really kind of you got to a peek into his past 100 years, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's real. I mean, 100—it's a long time. Yeah. So he's really been dealing with this for a long, long time. Yeah, he, he makes that point. He's like, you know, you haven't lived 100 years. You may be 100 years old, but you haven't lived
2: right 100 years. And he's totally right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and he's just like, I've suffered through all of this probably mm-hmm. probably longer than most in the world. Right. right? He so.
2: even says uh, when Ang asks him, "How are you still alive?" and he's like, "Oh, diet End of luck." -hmm. And then he says something like, uh, "I'm not so sure though if it's a good luck or bad luck." Dang, yeah. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, I get it. They took more of the playfulness. Yeah, they've they've taken some of his playfulness and some of that joking around. They've really turned it up very quickly to more serious tones. And uh, yeah, it's just part of the adaptation. Something you have to kind of do with that character. There's gonna be more though, right? There's gonna be more Boomy later on. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. So to, to dive into all this, I mean, we start off, as you said, with, again, my favorite character, Uncle Iroh, talking to Aang. It's awesome. It is awesome. The, every time that they meet, you feel sort of this respect. You can almost sense this respect that he has for the Avatar. And the Avatar is, is really still, he's upset, right? Yeah. This is like, we had things going in possibly the, the right direction, but now he's captured. He's lost his friends. Yeah. And he's just, his journey is, is stopped in its tracks. And it's Zuko.
2: Yeah. and then he, he sees the sacrifice zuko. right
1: yeah. so he's so upset because zuko seems to keep getting in his way mm-hmm. and he really misunderstands zuko and his character and just who he is i and he speaks those things he speaks like statements as if they're fact yeah. about prince zuko and that's sort of where uncle iroh puts a stop like right no sorry avatar you may be powerful and you may be here to save the world but you don't understand this boy no yeah not at all and it's just a moving moment yes where how does he put it he says something to the effect of
2: so ang says in the cell he says uh so that's why zuko is so hot to catch me so he can win this war for his dad and iroh's like uh zuko's victory lies not in winning the war but in winning his life back and ang pleads with iroh you could show him this isn't the way. He'll listen to you. I mean, he owes you that much. Naira says, on the contrary, it is I who owe him far more than I can ever repay.
1: Oh, cue the music. And I mean, it's such, a, whew, it's, it's, it, it's such a powerful moment. What they do later on in this very same episode is they show us what he means. By it that. is
2: so emotional.
1: Yeah, so they do a flashback, essentially, where you go back and you learn sort of what Prince Zuko um, does for Iroh. Yeah. They're at the ceremony. Luten's uh, funeral. Luten's funeral. And they're in line, and as he's coming up to him, he hands him back this token, mm-hmm. right, that was given to him. And By Lu yeah. Lutan. What does he say? Doesn't he say, like, he, he gives him this token, and it's... Um, it's meant to, it, it, this this belongs to someone Who, who's destined, um, destined to do, to great, do great things. things. Something like that, yeah. yeah, so someone who's destined to do great things. And it's it's so wild. Before he gives him that, he actually says that it's a great honor for Ten yeah. and his father, uh, Uncle Iroh, to have died in the service of the Fire Nation. And if you really listen to it, go back and listen to it again. He actually says for both of you, to die. And what he's acknowledging is that a part of Uncle Iroh was lost and he, he passed. He's, passed, yeah. he's gone. And he, he died. Yeah. Um, even though he's this man sitting there, he's dead. He, he walks away from him. He turns around and he comes back and he gives him his life back mm-hmm. with that token, with that, with that badge, he gives it back to him and, and basically says that like what your son gave to me, I'm giving to you. And you are destined to do great things.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Right?
1: He inspires him to do those things. And so the uh, Dragon of the West will rise again. <laughs> yes. And he starts to cry at that moment. And that's what he means when he's talking to Aang, is that I owe him so much more. Yeah. He brought me back. He, he, he owes him his life. Yeah. Right? He was dead and Zuko brought him back
2: luten's funeral was one of the most emotional moments and um the moment actually when zuko's and Iroh's relationship really became what it is today like yeah. this almost like father-son relationship instead of nephew and uncle right um and one of the best additions they made in the live action show and of course they queued up uh leaves from the vine yeah the yeah. the song that i mean i don't know if, if you're an avatar fan and you don't tear up when you hear that song i don't know what
1: right well again who <laughs> was been said you know what are you doing uh, <laughs> why are you even watching the show <laughs> yeah yeah so, so so good he said um i mean again he was talking about how it gave him strength to have this yeah. token from luten mm-hmm. and so that strength that was given to him during a tough time with his father he gave it back to iroh yeah.
2: and then i love how he sits down next to him everyone yes. else just keeps going okay cool we said our words sorry for you and now we go back to our lives but Zuko he actually sits down with him
1: he sits in the empty chair which belongs to
2: oh my goodness yes I wanted to read that yes say it sorry
1: well I mean I believe it belongs to his wife or I mean that would have been his wife sitting there with him but that chair is there for her because she is she has passed yes I believe I wouldn't we don't we don't know
2: Yes, thank you for reminding me because I wanted to read this. Uh, We were interested in what happened to Iroh's wife, to Luten's mom. Why is she never mentioned? And the short answer is, we don't know. No one knows.
1: No one knows. But
2: there is fans, fan theories out there that I air quote like. It's not, you know, it's not a nice story, but I think it makes a lot of sense. Okay. So this guy, this guy on Reddit wrote... We know nothing at all about Iroh's wife. Given her lack of presence or mention, both in the present day and in various Fire Nation-related flashbacks, it's safe to assume she probably died years before the series began. And um, Zuko's mom mentioned Iroh as the only person friendly to her in the capital. She probably died before Ozai married Ursa. And uh, some fans have even suggested she died giving birth to Lu Ten, which, while never confirmed, would go a long way to explain her lack of presence and mention, and give another reason why Lu Ten's death was so tragic. She died so he could be born, but then he tragically dies young anyway.
1: Yeah. Wow, so what you're saying is that Iroh's wife, from the source material or Mm -hmm. from from other... I, I don't know exactly where it comes from but essentially in flashbacks or whatever you have lady ursa and she Mm -hmm. shows up and it says that there is no one who was friendly to her there right and you would assume that Iroh's wife would have been that friend right her
2: sister-in-law that would be her sister-in-law right Yeah. and you would assume Mm
1: -hmm. that she would have been a friend and so Mm -hmm. when they say that there was no friend uh for her there it makes you think that she was already passed yeah and so probably likely passed in in childbirth yeah right so yeah even more tragic it's like so 10 is the continuation of like that's he's this reminder he's he's right. everything that iroh has left yeah. and so when he dies it's like everything is gone his whole family is is gone right, right? And, and so this even the memory of of um ten's mother yeah. sort of so. and from
2: what Lu luco <laughs> from what zuko tells us about 10 he seemed to be very much like iroh mm-hmm. actually
1: yeah yeah so um, so sad. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, that was that was definitely just a tear jerking moment and it started tear jerking and then we get to it uh, during the funeral yeah. and oh gosh. It
2: was, yeah, uh definitely had, that was probably yeah, one of the most, like I said, emotional moments in this show. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Great. So great addition. Um I would say for me though, that's pretty much, you know, like mm-hmm. as as far as things go, I did think there were a few really good jokes by by Boomi.
2: Yeah, when they were sitting at the dinner table yeah and, and, and he's, yeah.
1: he's asking him to kind of pick up on like like pick between his foods or whatever so that was kind of funny but mm-hmm. other than that i mean you know there's there is an, another emotional scene where um iroh is confronting the uh military earthbender yeah right? yeah and and you could see a lot of anger from the earthbender because of his brother manning yeah. the walls of ba Sing say Yeah. And I just sort of, I mean, you know, it's war. Right. And they both lost someone really important to them during that time. And there's just... Yes. Still almost like an old war fury sort of takes over Iroh as well, too. And he just reminding that, you know, there's been enough war. He's done.
2: And there's assumptions, you know. Right. He just sees him as this cruel leader. He is the brother to the Fire Lord born into royalty he actually should be the fire lord which is another topic but yeah um i want to quote tiffany o'malley on this when she said uh hurt people hurt people yeah yeah because he definitely his soul's hurt still hurting because of his the loss of his brother and he takes that chance to kind of get revenge or whatever you want to call it and punches iro yeah in the gut and it's uh you know, totally, like, Iroh can't... He's an old man, and he doesn't... And, and the, the, the worst part about it is, is, is just the Earthbender's assumption. He's escorting Iroh and just assumes something about this person, wh- who he must be, and he tells him that he's lost, he's lost his brother, right? Because of him, because of Iroh, and accuses him not knowing love and loss. Yeah. And Iroh, just quiet. He doesn't say anything. Yep, 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 really, yep. Really, to that. He doesn't mm-hmm. say oh, you know what, I lost people to No, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's just quiet.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: And there is some strength in that. Yeah. Because he doesn't deny, yeah, they they have done terrible things.
1: No, he doesn't. And the other thing that he does too that's very subtle is this whole caravan stops. Yeah. Because he in doesn't insult them but he he does say something that is triggering Mm -hmm. he sort of knows that he's asking for this um, gut punch later on Mm -hmm. the reason he does Mm -hmm. it is to slow them down he wants to stop and eat up time because Zuko is on his way oh yeah he tosses the coin earlier that's true and so he already even though he told his nephew to run and save Mm -hmm. himself why do that he knows, right. he, knew, he, he knows, knows he, kn- kno- he knows his nephew, they have and he this knows, trust. yeah, and yeah. he knows over those th- three years, um, the, the person that he has grown into Yeah. and it's, it's awesome. He knows that no matter what I tell him, he's, he's still going to come after me Yeah. and that's pretty cool. So to help him out, uh, it, that seems like a good spot. They're not where there's more military or whatever. So they're out on the road. It's a good spot where, um, you know, Zuko could maybe get some advantage and, and uh, yeah, so it's crazy. I mean,
2: good point. Yeah,
1: just thought it was cool that was, and uh, he has to suffer for that. And mm-hmm. it's they go ahead and take that moment and they bring us back to the old war, uh, and, and and take us through those emotions. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the other another interesting mm-hmm. thing was the, and I don't know anything about this, but the origins um, of Amashu. Yeah. Which was crazy. It was.
2: Oh my show.
1: Yeah. These these two lovers. Right. Yeah. Who were meeting secretly in in the mountain mm-hmm. uh, and they were tunneling through and we get the crazy badger, Mr. Badger Mole. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> All right. They're they're blind and they're in there kind of they're they're the ones who are uh, making the they can sense emotions and feelings and right. stuff. Right. Yeah. So that was cool. As we're going through the secret tunnel, uh, we got this backstory, <laughs> which was which is pretty cool.
2: Um, How many times, I mean, how often can you say, hear the word secret tunnel and not cue up the song in your head?
1: Oh, it's every time. I know. Right? It's awesome. Yeah. I've even heard it completely in a different setting. <laughs> so I don't even know. I heard the word secret and then later the same day tunnel somewhere else. And it just <laughs> even, I mean, one was seven o'clock in the morning and one <gasps> was like five o'clock in the afternoon. And I heard secret earlier in the day and then tunnel. And I was like, secret tunnel. Yeah. So, but I thought it was a cool, I mean, a cool little origin story. I just didn't. Yeah. Uh, they ex- they made that. it really That's cool. Like that totally art was different, really cool right? It. It's totally yeah. different. The, just the, the, this whole, like you were saying that um, Katara doesn't go in here with. Uh, oh,
2: it was kind of awkward. When Sokka. Katara and Sokka walk into the tunnel, but this episode, it's about a different kind of love. So it's uh, an yeah, original, yeah. in the original episode with this tunnel, it's Katara and Aang and they get a little closer and it's uh-huh. good, it's gets dark and a little romantic a little between those two bumping into each other and i think uh it was a little awkward when you w- see katara and sokka walk in there <laughs> mm-hmm. like what? Well, what's gonna happen here yeah, but it's but it's okay because yeah this is about different kinds of love and it ended up being fine that way and yep, they it, go through some family issues they do yes and second. they they work
1: out some some of the yeah. uh, animosity that's built up between them uh in the, in the last episode and they come to right. a resolution there we get the this idea that um, the badger mole is, is sensing their fear, mm-hmm. uh, but then will also yeah. uh, sense their love for one another and their caring. They yeah. both say, you know, sorry, sort of love you yeah. right before. And that was
2: very sweet. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it was it so was sweet. And then Sokka does the logical thing and wonders if this badger mole can just maybe, take a verbal command.
2: Right, maybe we can just straight up tell him
1: yeah, we, what we need. Just <laughs> where we need to go. Uh, do, you, do you mind? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, if you don't have anything else, I have... Uh, Probably two points that I want to just point out as something something strong and something weak. Okay. So really strong for me was Katara's line when she fights of Jet. Right. She says goodbye, Jet, and Jet. He's he can't move because Katara's bending is strong, mm-hmm. stronger than before. And he says, "Look at the power you have. That's all because of me." Katara turns around and says, "That wasn't you. That was
1: me." I know, I love That's that. I love it. So people good. Gosh, people try to steal your thunder yeah. sometimes, right? And even if they
0: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the
2: Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
1: or a part of your getting to, to that or whatever. Right. People they who, helped you along the way yeah, to but, find that. But And again, people though who, who support you like that. And then they want to steal all the cred. They want to say they might've been just a small yeah. sort of like push in the right direction, yeah. a true master and guide by the side. Right. No, they, they will deflect. If I mean, you give them print, they'll feed it right back. It's all you. Yeah. It's always been you and it's always been inside. And that's yeah. just something that, you know, you help guide out or whatever. So he ended up being sort of just this, um, I don't know. He represented this like uh young girl meets boy, broken heart and sort of yeah. thing. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that was a strong line for her. Right. Really?
2: Yeah. It shows a lot of confidence to say, or take a lot of confidence to say, no, that's, that was me. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was inside of me, this power the whole time. Thanks for helping me bring it out, but it's not, not on you,
1: bro. Yeah, <laughs> Not on you, bro.
2: Um And then one of the weaker scenes is also at the end when we have the scene with Boomy, who is going absolutely crazy and he challenges Aang, you gotta make this tough decision, right? And he has the boulders over both of their heads. Aang can't help him support both of the boulders. And Bumi, Bumi doesn't really care, which is tragic. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm not so sure though about uh, how, how this is all resolved because Katara and Sokka just come in from the tunnels and in just a split second they're able to analyze the situation and just help Aang. Yeah. There's no explanation. Just come in like, golf, soccer, boom, slide over here. Yeah. dang. And it's, it just seems really, I don't
1: know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I did at least like the theme behind it yeah. because they come in and what he's trying to show Boomy is that like, hey, friends still like I'm still your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we've messed up and things have sort of we've grown distant or whatever, I'm still here. Yeah. And he pulls out the whistle, like the bison whistle that he made. Yeah. And he's like, this is how I used, you know, I used this to call a friend. And he hands yeah. it back to him. And it was made uh it, it, i think yes. that takes him back to their friendship right and then he also sees that ang has other friends who have just showed up here to save yeah. him uh and yeah it's cool he nods a little yeah. bit and kind of has yeah. that look in his eye like all right yeah. i got you i think you you're gonna do this differently you're mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna do yeah, this you're in approach, your own approach is different yeah. yeah your own way right so the avatar yeah. will find well, yeah, he just has he has to be himself. He has to find right. himself and this is what he wants to do. I and we'll this, see this yeah. all the way through, right? It's just yeah. like it's, this does is he, Aang's journey. Yeah. yeah, does he go it alone or does he let people, you know, close to him help and then endanger them? What does he Ooh, do? Oh,
2: that's very much like Harry in the end. He's yeah. or not just in the end, Harry Potter. You know, he uh, always tells his friends, No, you're not coming with me, especially in the book. He's right. like, You're not coming. I, I have to do this alone And they're like, Yeah, right. Good luck <laughs> with that, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't survive without Hermione. Not no. one minute. No. I I do like the the theme of friendship here for sure. And it's great that he has his friends and it's important. But I, to me, it just doesn't really resolve the deeper issue that Boomy brings up in this case. You know, having to make difficult decisions.
1: Yes, but I would counter with the ultimate difficult decision that he has to make is whether to allow his friends to help him or not. Hmm. That's what I think is that, that they're trying yeah to be endangered and right now it doesn't seem that way but by the time we get to the end mm-hmm. that's the huge thing which is just sort of like does he still allow them to fight in the fight can right. Katara fight yeah. uh, when the fire nation is is showing up in the north yeah and does team avatar unite and do their thing or mm-hmm. does he go it alone mm-hmm. so here it's sort of like that is this you know big decision mm-hmm. That Ang has to make because yeah, he is okay. putting their lives at risk. He is saying, like, look, it is gonna, it's possible that yeah. they won't make it, and he chooses to trust in his friends and, and yeah. move forward with that. So it's a, that that's a tough choice. But still, I get what you're what you're saying is, and and what Boomi's is saying is that you have got a hundred years of these tough choices, yeah. where um, you know, he didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah, people didn't step up around him, and yeah. he had to make hard choices without friends. And his friend was gone and left him, you know, so totally different side of the coin.
2: Oh, yeah, it's great. Actually, now that I connect this. Yeah, this whole theme of friendship is definitely here. being alone versus also like counting on your friends. It's okay to be alone. We all have Mm -hmm. a path. We have to walk alone, a part of our path, at least. But it's great at the end. Another one more strong scene was when um, Iroh joins... His mission his team his crew on mm-hmm. the boat it's, it's not like uh zuko asked for Iroh to come with him but mm-hmm. ira just showed up yeah and zuko even says i don't need a babysitter mm-hmm. but Iroh says how about a friend yep and that everything he needs is on this boat
1: yeah yeah for such sure
2: such a good ending to this episode yeah, yeah. so it
1: was awesome that was,
2: that was great
1: oh boy okay so episode four into the dark uh was was great wonderful mm-hmm. Uh, Let's dive into Episode 5, Spirited Away. Yeah. In Episode 5, Aang and his friends continue their journey northward amidst growing rumors of the Avatar's return. Aang's inherent desire to help everyone complicates their mission, leading them into a forest devastated by the Fire Nation. There they encounter a local whose son vanished while seeking food, highlighting the land's sickness since its destruction. Venturing into the forest, Aang, Katara, and Sokka find themselves in the spirit world. This mystical journey introduces them to various spirit creatures and forces them to confront their deepest fears and traumas. They don't know they're being played by the malevolent spirit Ko, the Face Stealer. Katara relives her mother's death while Sokka faces his father's disappointment, revealing their innermost wounds. Meanwhile, Zuko's challenges escalate as Azula undermines him and his crew's loyalties dwindle. Zuko and Iroh encounter a bounty hunter named Jun, and hire her, despite Zuko's objections, to find the Avatar and bring him to them. The episode deepens with Aang's spiritual encounter with his former mentor, Gyatso, who guides him on facing Ko. Learning he must physically visit Roku's shrine in the Fire Nation to defeat Ko, Aang resolves to embark on this perilous journey alone.
2: Quick reaction to this interesting episode, what do you think?
1: Um, I love it. It was great. I think it's, um, you know, I, I, it was a very, I don't know. I mean, it was it was good, but it's also not one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a lot of, um, like, the spirit world was kind of weird, and mm-hmm. the best part was going back to see his mentor. I feel like that was yeah. really cool that he got to go back and see Gyatso.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it was tough. And it's also really tough to imagine that um, Katara and Sokka just stay there while he goes to the fire nation shrine right I mean, yeah it's just like, which is good. definitely not the case yeah, in the
2: original but um uh it's interesting that they do join him on that on his journey in the spirit world but again i think it is very very s- clever how they put so much so many different episodes into one and it all made sense like if you assume okay they can join him in the spirit world somehow he made him come along Mm -hmm. um then it, it it did make sense and it did make sense that they go through their most difficult memories and have to face it again and katara says it uh to jet that her memory of her mother and watching her you know die uh is something that just keeps coming back to her she tried to her brain almost tried to bury that memory somewhere Mm -hmm. and it keeps coming back meaning you have to face it again and this whole episode i think it's really good actually because it it uh starts this whole theme of we have to begin processing and then letting go of the past Mm -hmm. and part of it is also unfortunately for ang letting go again of his former master Kyatso. Yeah, which is interesting how that plays out. So we'll get in the, into that in a second. Do you want to go over like strong scenes that you liked, or um, should I? Yeah,
1: I think the strongest scene for me was probably um, it was probably again his master, mm-hmm. as you said. That's, that's yeah. what I, I highlight as my strongest point. I mean, it's just like he. Gets to go back in the spirit world and see him. And it takes you back all the way to episode one. Yeah. Where he is essentially telling him that what there will come a time where you wish that you had more time with your masters. Yes. And he, even when he gets the second opportunity mm-hmm. to meet his master and yeah. to talk with him, he still is focused on his mission. And now he's actually, he's actually doing what Gyatso wanted him to do. Becoming the avatar, doing what avatars do, right? Doing, yeah. like completing his mission, becoming the, the legend of Aang and he's on his journey right and he's there to give him some little bit of guidance here in the spirit world he stayed behind he did not move on he waited he waited because he believed there would come a time when ang would need him one more time and he's in it's in it's it the gosh it's like the burden he has they get to meet there's a good greeting but that sit down resolution talk that's never going to come no that will never be there and actually, I think that as sad as it is, it's important that it didn't happen.
2: Yeah, he lets Aang believe. No, 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 yeah, you can come back. But he doesn't tell him right. that I might not be here when you come back. Yeah. And um, can I can I read to you what I wrote down to that yeah. uh, scene? I said, uh, Gats' spirit lingered in the spirit world before moving on in the Great Cycle to meet Aang there. But it seems like he was only able to stay for one more meeting. What do you think, what kind of path did he choose? And is he stuck in the spirit world, almost like the ghosts in Harry Potter that are not able to move on? But why then was he gone when Aang comes
1: back? Yeah, I think like you said, he's only meant to be there for one, he gets one chance. Mm -hmm. One, it's sort of one last request, which is to be around for one more meeting in the spirit world uh, in case- Yeah, and it's really his, the, the main thing that he's there for is to tell him, it's not your fault. Mm. It was not your fault. Yeah, you couldn't have done anything. You true. couldn't have done anything. That was all he wanted to stay there yeah. for, was to make sure that he knew, not your fault, Ang. I'm your friend, continue on, all mm-hmm. is well. And, and that part, that was a, a, a bit of his burden that he could relieve. He wanted to relieve yes. that little bit because it's true. It's true. Now the hard reality that he'll never get to go back with his old friends and sit down and have tea again and talk and have that extra time with his masters that never comes. Mm -mm. And he's not, he's not allowed to have a second meeting Yeah, because that's the hard reality. Yeah. And I think if you would have done that second meeting where they laughed it up and they had their final, it it sort of takes away the tragedy that propels Aang into this whole journey. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's sad. But at the same time, we're glad they get to meet again one more time. And he got to pass on one more message or one Mm -hmm. more lesson or one more just comfort to Aang, you know. And and I think Aang, he lives on in Aang because Aang just continues, like I said, at um, Kiyoshi's shrine. Right. That's the last thing that really calms him down and allows him to get into his meditative state. Mm -hmm. It's actually his teachings that he's passing on to Katara yeah. in the first episode with yes. her waterbending. True. Right? Helping her seek balance. True. So all of that is still playing out through Aang and they're still mm-hmm. influencing the world a hundred years later. Uh, you, Yeah, you're just not allowed to have that final meeting because um, that needs to be left unresolved. That's mm-hmm. a pain That's a pain that Aang uh, needs to carry with him. Yeah. He'll never get to go back and speak to those um, airbenders one last time. True. So.
2: But what do you think is the price that Gyatso paid? Because it seems like he did. It's not just like, oh, I, I want to stay here for a, for a little bit um, until I can move on. Or was the price to stay in the spirit world for 100 years?
1: Yeah, I, I, it could have been. It. I don't know. We, I, what was the. Yeah, yeah. What do you have to do to to make that happen? We, I could, don't we know. can
2: only theorize. We don't know. But um,
1: yeah, because I, I feel like I feel like it's the price might be to relive that last encounter or that last goodbye one more time. Mm-hmm. Even though he knows, yeah. again, this time he even has the knowledge that Aang is leaving, and I have to let him go, mm-hmm. and I can't tell him that this will be the last time. Yeah, just like the first time. Right. First time I didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah. The second time, time he, he does, does. Yeah. and he still can't say anything about it. Yeah. And he has to let Ang walk away. I don't know. That could be the price that he had to pay, um, just to give him that extra bit of information, mm-hmm. or he just has extra power to kind of stay there. I don't. I don't yeah. really know. One, um, you know, wish, or he has some. Just, I don't know. Because everyone else sort of moved on, but he was, he stayed. I yeah. just think it's so cool. So yeah. cool that he did. Tragic, but it, yeah, it was needed, necessary for him to grow. So, yes. Mm-hmm. That
2: was a cool scene for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I guess, so other scenes, you know, I think the uh, the talking owl, uh, the spirit owl.
2: I was... love that they encounter his name is Wan Shi Tong.
1: Wan Shi Tong. And okay. he is
2: the spirit of knowledge. The owl in the spirit world that they meet. And they, I, I don't know if you remember, they actually in the original, they meet him later in the library. Okay. He's that spirit in the library that yeah. is not all friendly for sure. He lets them walk around, but he's very careful because last time the firebenders came and they looked for critical information. What makes you think your information won't hurt? But you know, th- you're mm. doing the same thing. You guys want to hurt people with that knowledge. Yeah. I won't let you have my knowledge to hurt mm-hmm. each other and bring okay. this world to an end. And its he's very taking no side. He's just interested like keeping his knowledge safe in this library. And that's why he gets super angry when he finds out they did Because they promised we won't do anything. We just want to look around. We're just super right. interested in this place. But then they do go find that crucial information about the eclipse i think yeah. and that's where Wan Xie tong gets extremely angry and i don't know if they will meet him again later but i thought i thought it was awesome that he showed up here
1: well i think what's <laughs> even more cool is and i could be wrong but i think i think that was also master Ugwe. i think that the was voice, also yes. the voice actor might have been master Ugwe and so i'm just thinking he he went to the spirit uh, yeah he left the physical world as a turtle and he <laughs> Ended up an owl. owl, barn owl, you know, in, in the spirit world. I just yeah. think it's pretty cool. That's Could be awesome. wrong. We'll double check that. But I think that might be Master Oogway. That's funny. I love that. So, um, Another one, third and final one, and then I'll let mm-hmm. you kind of go through your list, is June. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. it's June, but it was actually July, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, between her and Iroh. It's I mean, I thought say. the Fire Nation was bringing the heat, but June walked in and said, hey, I mean... <laughs> thought it couldn't get any hotter and she just you know yep um yeah your dad's <laughs> kind of cute i know i was like what <laughs> that was pretty she was yeah. something she was something and i yeah. love it i know it's just a little playful kind of yeah you know thing but i think it's they did it in the animated series i'm so glad they did it here too yes
2: uh, and it looks i mean her uh her beast looks phenomenal uh, nyla nyla i think yeah okay yeah yeah
1: it looks kind of scary though like got all those different like
2: um oh yeah it does but it does in the in the in this
1: oh i know but to too, see just, it
2: i'm just saying i'm just acknowledging they did a great job
1: yeah they did a great job but yeah. it's just the the i mean to see it live action you think if those things were touching your face and stuff or oh whatever, i know or yeah it's like they just feel a little you know i don't know it's yep. too much <laughs> um, it's you, you take like a dog's you know wet nose or whatever touching you or whatever and it's just times a thousand it's just yeah. all <laughs> tentacles all over the place. Well, yeah, and its, it's tongue
2: that paralyzes you.
1: Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. I know oh, you're forgot, not a fan. Forgot about that. Um, so no, I thought I thought uh, her showing up was was really cool, and the mm-hmm. fact that they hire her and yeah. and everything was was great, and we'll see more for later. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was it. Those are kind of my my top three. Again, it wasn't like my favorite episode. It mm-hmm. was just, um, and I think it's just normally I'm really into spirit realm stuff. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It just. Um, it was probably because the last episode was just so daggone emotional and I was so yeah. reeling from that, that I just sort of settled down and had to process, but it was yeah. good. It was, it was still really cool. And I actually liked that the, um, that Sokka in Katara can go to the spirit realm. Yeah. Because we find out at that the was end. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We find out at the end that that's something that, you know, I mean, the spirits do want to come down and be mortal at the same time. And then, for them yes. to also, you know, it's it's this yin and yang that's to back visit and forth. them yeah. in the spirit realm, yeah. So I thought it was cool that Aang could bring them into that, and uh, it was definitely necessary for them to to go through that mm-hmm. process.
2: So. Yeah, uh, we do see Azula a little bit in this, and I thought that was also right. pretty interesting because even t- to see that even Azula feels like she's not good enough, that makes me almost feel sad for her a little bit especially knowing her path in the end going mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. what she grows into and i thought that was again phenomenal actress and, and her friends i love that they're already there with her i love may and tylee and they're this group and they follow her around and but they're also their own personalities and they learn that following azula later on doesn't mean everything to them. Mm-hmm. Azula is going to an extreme where they can't follow her. Yeah. So um, just like the di- dynamics between those three. And then uh, I did like the the whole spirit realm thing. I love Yue's spirit, the fox. fox. Oh, Foxes yeah. are some of my favorite animals. And, and this scene between Sokka and Yue's spirit... Mm-hmm. It just made me feel so peaceful. Like you're in this, I don't know, it all of a sudden looked more beautiful, the whole scene. You're in this forest and this beautiful fox spirit comes up and her voice is very soothing when she speaks. That's where they m- meet for the first time. And it's—it's it's sh- she She can wander both, right? The spirit realm and the physical, almost like the avatar himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty cool. And she says something uh, that's very, very true. She, she tells Sokka, Very eye-opening to him, she says. Pain makes you turn into someone you're not, and I feel like it's something we've all experienced when we're when we're hurt. We do and say things that we don't mean, and it almost feels like they they don't even come from us, right? Yeah, Yeah. When you're super stressed or hurt by something or someone, yeah, it feels like this is this other being inside of you that that yeah that takes out these negative emotions and it's not yourself and we say it to each other that's not you know you're not being yourself right now
1: yeah for sure it's it's something that's an outside force or whatever mm-hmm. right it's it's mm-hmm. almost more the uh it's it's not yeah you and she
2: helps him though to face that he has to face his his uh fears and and, and mm-hmm. his pains because she kind of points out do you always use humor to uh avoid feeling yeah your emotions Mm -hmm. and that was pretty good uh so in Katara and Sokka they they face very painful memories from their childhood and I must say again this show every every freaking episode it gets so emotional and I cried yeah when I saw when Katara saw her mother again Mm -hmm. and I'm sure this is a very emotional topic I'm sure most people who've lost someone they really love and you know you have had dreams like this where you were reunited with that loved one uh, but something kind of tells you it can't be yeah you know they're gone yet it seems so r- real mm-hmm. it's just very very emotional to see that in her eyes and to to see her and it's she's like it's been so long you know yeah yeah that was very very hard like yeah just intense to watch and then this uh, f- followed by this super intense scene where Katara had to watch her mother being burned, yeah, um, so tragic and horrible, and oh my gosh, we're watching it right now on the TV again. Yeah. But it's it's one thing to see it in the anime, but it's another to watch it in live action. In live action,
1: yeah, it was something. I mean, it, it like you know the the bit where, gosh, I mean, actually, it's it's when Katara is trying to bend water. To save her mother, hmm. it is what gives that firebender the cue that it's either she's in here, yeah. or it is this woman.
2: Yeah,
1: had she not have tried that, you know, it's one of those things where, like, she probably sat there, and this is part of what she's processing. Uh, was that her fault, hmm. right? No, it's not her fault at all. That was the firebender's. Yeah. And so um, then her mother realizes what is happening, sees the water rising, knows that her daughter is a waterbender and decides it's you know, that she has to sacrifice herself. And she claims to be the waterbender yeah. and throws her hands up as if she's going to bend the water. Right. And that's, man, It is. it yep. was, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to watch. Yes. And that was definitely a tear tearjerker.
2: I'm very interested to see if they pick up that scene later again. In the original series, she faces that scene way later in her journey, again, and um, it has to do with that very firebender that she sees there. Really? Yes. Oh, and it's a it's a this whole theme of forgiveness will play out later, and I I I don't know if they're going to include it or not, but yeah, we'll see. So, sorry, this is uh, I mean like this whole show that takes it's ups and downs and it's great moments, super sad moments, um. Yeah, very uh, brave moments that we have and and i think it's it just very like you said relatable even though we're in this fantasy world but all the themes that they bring up are so relatable yeah to just life in general
1: right so <laughs> yeah crazy It's crazy um do you have anything else there's another interesting one uh mm-hmm. that just the spirit co right yeah. and there's a whole backstory that i didn't know about related to the faces yes and i guess zuko's mother
2: oh this is great This i is didn't great. know
1: anything about this so i mean where is zuko's mother right who is she uh why is she not around there's this whole backstory yes. to to her and actually giving up her face
2: somehow related to ko and ko's mothers like the spirit that's ko's mother i think we should talk about this the next episode because this is when i think next episode is when ang gets this totem yeah that roku stole from ko from the spirit okay that's where the mother comes in gotcha so okay let's uh ko's scary
1: i'll say that for sure
2: yes in the animated show scary ko yes so so ang is alone facing ko in the spirit world and uh, and spirit before he meets Ko tells him you can't show emotions. If you show your emotions, he will steal your face. Mm-hmm. So that for me was just imagining to be Ang in this moment, and you can't show emotions. Yeah, not even like you can't laugh. You can't scream for fe- like you know show fear. He has this straight fa- like yeah, just keep a straight face, and uh, yeah. otherwise his face will be gone. Yeah. So that was that was crazy. Sorry. Just yeah. Cole's crazy. <laughs>
1: Cole's crazy. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, I, I think that's it then. We have kind of went a little long there. But um, yeah, so thanks, guys, for listening. Again, we'll be back here in just a little bit. But uh, we'll be back with actually episode six, uh, Masks, and episode seven, The North. If you guys got thoughts, I uh, want to share them with us. And actually for anything future, you know, anything that we do in terms of fandoms uh, here on the Extended Edition, you can send that to uh, send any messages to theflannelwizard at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Extended Edition. And as always... Yep, yep. Yep, yep.